1: Your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Woo!
2: Just like the people asked. the Cincinnati Bengals have advanced to the AFC Championship game. I'm Jake Lisko. He's James Rapine. Together, we are the hosts of the Locked On Bengals podcast the host of the podcast of the AFC championship game bound Cincinnati Bengals. Man, what a year, James, without even looking at the game, without even thinking about the game, which we're obviously going to think about and talk about no longer. Why not us in the Cincinnati Bengals locker room with their arrival Mm -hmm. in the AFC championship game. Now it is us says Mm -hmm. CJ Uzama says Joe Burrow says, well, this entire Cincinnati Bengals team, as it really was a team effort, James. Massive, massive moment for this franchise. First road playoff win in franchise history. It wasn't Mm -hmm. pretty, but all that matters is they're playing another week. It's wild. Wild, wild. Um, You know, the how
0: was crazy, and and that's the thing. I mean, if they had just coasted 16-6 to and then – it go from there then it would have been able to set in but it so quickly turned and then snap all of a sudden you look up and 52 yards later thanks to mr shooter mcpherson we can call him that i don't give a damn what you call him call him rookie of the year maybe i don't know but the dude is just they should have drafted him and his ass in the third round i mean my god you talk about anyways whoo Um, it it happened so quick that I, like, I still, so it's 817 as I'm talking to you, you know, as we start this podcast, 817, my time. So 917 Eastern. Um, and it's like, man, how did they do it? Right. And and there's so many things that we could talk about, but yes, crazy. And, And the thing that is first to me is that like calm, cool, but poised demeanor of everybody on this team. Because no one played great, nobody. T. Higgins had drops. Joe Burrow held the ball too long. The offensive line was the worst we've seen. Right, the, the only person that did play great, right, was Evan McPherson, and uh, like great, oh the whole time. DJ Reader, stop shaking your head. I know there's exceptions, statistical, Jake, but my point is, is that Bengals didn't a stat. Point.
2: DJ Reader was a fucking ball. Sorry, was a baller in this game.
0: Yeah, you're just my turn. <laughs> the, the point is. Is like they had all these flaws and, and they stayed poised. And yeah, DJ Reader was a baller and he was one of every defensive lineman that couldn't get near Ryan Tannehill. So that that's that's part of it though. And I know that's not his job, but that's... So like there were, there were flaws on everybody. And yet they found a way, even though there were 69,000 people in this stadium, a lot of them, and I know there were a lot of Bengals fans, shout out to you for coming and, and being here, but a lot of them were still Titans fans. And they still responded the right way, even after blowing the 10 point lead, even after it looked like Randy Bullock might get a chance to throw a a dagger through the heart of the city of Cincinnati, uh, a franchise that, you know, he once played for and uh, a city that once booted him out of town, you know? And so it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy how quick it changed and then it changed. And then suddenly, like you fast forward 10 minutes and I'm in the interview room and I I say, hey, Zach, how does it feel to be going to the AFC championship game? (laughs) It's just crazy how quickly it turned. And it, it's. I think it comes back to, when I really try to look at it, how poised they stay when they mess up, when things go awry. They don't let it unravel. And uh, they kept it together, and they're they're headed to the title game.
2: I think that's a great point. I mean, you look throughout the game. There were times that Joe Burrow's pocket feel was affected by by the pass rush. And it's hard to blame him for that, right? You take nine sacks, I think first quarterback – Maybe second quarterback, 1968, Chiefs, I think, is is what I saw. (sighs) That's won a playoff game with nine sacks taken. And, And it affected him at points. But when it mattered, when they needed to get into field goal range at the end of the game, they blocked it up. Joe Burrow stood in a clean pocket and delivered a perfect ball to Jamar Chase, who ran a good route. He said, Joe... Uh, change the play a little bit. Sounds like at the line of scrimmage on that play in his press conference. So credit those guys. Absolutely. The, the offense, you know, I'm not going to disagree with you at all. If you say the offense was ugly, I, I think the defense played a heck of a game. There, there are obviously warts and, and, you know, plenty of time to talk about that, but the offense couldn't block for more than, you know, one out of three plays. <laughs> if If that right, Joe Burrow, under constant pressure, Jeffrey Simmons had a, had a great game. The stunts, the twists, the rotations in the secondary from the Titans defense, all that stuff was working and was leading to pressure for Joe Burrow. But Jamar Chase, another really good game, right? Joe Burrow mm-hmm. maybe could have played a little better, but still played well enough. And the defense, man, in, in some tough spots. Talk about staying poised. Came up with huge, huge clutch plays. First throw of the game, Jesse Bates coming down on a play play action. First play of the game. Uh, You're right. Comes down on on a play action pass. Gets a pick. Everyone in the stadium thinking, "Oh, Derrick Henry, last guy out of the tunnel." Derrick Henry's getting the ball. Jesse Bates knows better. Jesse Bates gets a pick on the first play of the game. First play, first pass. Sorry, out of halftime. Mike Hilton times up the blitz, gets in the passing lane, and and. Catches his own tip pass for a massive interception when the Titans are going to score points. Massive play in the game. 20 seconds left in the game. The Titans trying to get a, a field goal, a walk-off field goal with Randy Bullock. Who knows how that would have gone to, to, to win the game. And Eli Apple drives on the pass, bats it up in the air. And, and Logan Wilson, like you said, good things happen when you follow the ball. When you, when you go to the ball, goes to the ball, picks it off. 48 yard line and then the Jamar Chase sequence we discussed earlier goes down. I mean, talk about poise, big plays, some of the keys of the game we talked about too. We'll have to come back to some of those in some some segments coming up, but the the big stuff went the Bengals way outside of that Samaje Ryan interception play. You know, mm-hmm. really gutty performance for these guys and imperfect in an imperfect situation. and we we have to talk about the crowd too, because I think that was a factor. A lot of things to talk about here.
0: yeah, there's a ton. And, yeah, I, I wasn't trying to be negative about the defense, but like they they responded. they gave up plays. A j. Brown cooked cheetah, yeah. you know? I mean, he yeah. really did. and and it's hard. like I felt it. like, oh my God, the momentum like this could snowball. And I think with most teams, it, it, maybe every, every Bengals team I've covered or, uh, you know, been a fan of growing up, it would have snowballed. And for some reason, this team just doesn't – it doesn't do that. Very rarely. We saw it against Cleveland, which is very rarely. This is the the divisional uh, round of the playoffs. They've never been here. They've never been on the road. This franchise has never won a road playoff game. And yet these dudes are just like, okay, this is what we need to do. Eli Apple, uh, you know, had gotten beat by Julio Jones plenty of times. And then you're right. He responded. How did he respond? With a huge, huge play. And, and that's the, the part of it. All of these guys. Jamar Chase was frustrated as hell all game long. I promise. He must have yelled at that of, uh, officials and stuff a, a ton. I know he was frustrated. And what does he do when he does get his you know, opportunities? Makes big plays. Like these dudes are just – they're different. And it's it's exciting because they continue to find ways – to beat teams that, honestly, nationally, I and I paid a lot of attention. I don't really watch a lot of those national shows, but I did over the past day. I had it on in background in my hotel room, just going in and out or while I was working and stuff. Most national yep. pundits were on the Titans, most. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, well, you, you know, the why not us, if that's gone, Joe Bro doesn't want to be an underdog, that's fine, but they're going to be an underdog next week. They were an underdog tonight and they got the job done.
2: Credit to uh, Kate Adams and Boomer Esiason, and somebody on Fox picked the Bengals too. Uh, that that's all I saw. Not I not a Bengals. lot of faith. Hey, yeah. Oh. What are you at now? 11, 11 I, I'm and above, eight. I'm a, something like that. I'm above five hundred. I don't know, I know how that. many games have been played. It, 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 I, we've never had this many Bengals games in my conscious life. You know, a uh, lot more to talk about in this one. I, I think crowd was definitely a factor. I want to credit Zach Taylor uh, for for some of the things you talked about just now, James, in terms of this locker room and the leadership and and their ability to respond to adversity. Uh, Talk about the offense in general, the offensive line, the protection going forward. Tons, tons to cover here as the Bengals advance to the AFC championship game. We'll continue that coming up next. The Bengals are headed to the AFC title game, like Jake mentioned, and there's no better way to
0: celebrate... Then, with a built bar, what'd you think I was going to say? Built bars are the number one protein bar on the planet. They're high in protein, they're low in sugar, they're low in calories, they're perfect for you. So, check them out at built.com and you're going to save money off your order right now with promo code LOCK15. So, it doesn't matter which flavor you get. If you get a variety pack, maybe you want to get seven different flavors, or maybe you just want one box, you can get it right now, try it out, and uh, You've heard me talk about them before. Built Bar's number one protein bar on the planet. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off at built.com.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: So a few things, James, that we can talk about here. Jamar Chase, first rookie to have multiple 100-yard receiving games in the playoffs. That's a pretty cool one. Evan McPherson. Uh, I guess I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, J- yet, James, so maybe this is where we'll start. Evan McPherson, probably the MVP of this game, right? 250-plus-yard field goal, scores 13 of the Bengals' 19 points. They get one touchdown in there, right? And earlier this week, PFF underscore Moo tweeted about, when is it worth drafting a kicker? should Justin Tucker be a first round draft pick? If you knew that your kicker was going to be Justin Tucker and he presents a ton of data and data essentially concludes if you're getting a good kicker, fifth round is a very reasonable time to draft the kicker. And I found it to be very persuasive. So I'm personally very oh. glad oh. that I discovered this before this game. And I I have receipts. You can go look at my Twitter history of, of accepting that, Evan McPherson was a good draft pick in the fifth round before this game. And then just in time for him to have this massive, massive game, uh, I'm happy to say that, Hey, Evan McPherson, right pick in the fifth round. And I mean, seeing, seeing the interaction with Joe Burrow and hearing about the interaction with Joe Burrow before he went on for that kick are are two things that like, just really cement it for me. Those two guys, uh, together clutch and and just speaks to the whole team and the character of this team well
0: the three guys that really carry have carried this team at different times different ways I mean Evan McPherson has had what four game winners this year right you know the division game week one um the Jacksonville game the one you were at and, and then tonight so four game winners and, and was responsible for the Raiders game you know I mean there's so many games that he's come up at big in. But him, Evan, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, they're all cut from this. Like, we got so much confidence and we're killers, but then they also have their own personality. It's it's really it's, – it's weird and it's crazy because they're all young players, you know, in their first or second year. Um, but, no, Evan's special and – I'm glad you have those receipts, but I do hate to break it to you. He was a good draft pick in the fifth round before this week or last week or the week before. I mean, he's he's been such a huge part of what they do because this is the game. This is the difference. The Titans would have won today. They would have they would have won the damn game if they had Evan McPherson and the Bengals had Randy Bull. It would have been completely flipped. The Bengals, the way they call plays in this defensive slugfest on offense – and vice versa, it changed. The Titans, they went for it on that fourth and one. They wouldn't have done that with Evan McPherson. You know what they would have done? They would have taken the points because they would have been confident in their kicker to kick from 50-plus. And, and there were multiple times like that where it felt like the Titans were kind of e- – even when they were slowly taking their time at the end of the game there. I, I was shocked at how much time they were just letting off yeah. the clock. Um, with Randy Bullock as your kicker? Yeah. Yeah. And in, in, in so I don't think they were – you know. Certainly as confident in Randy as the Bengals were in Evan. And uh, and I think that changes it. That could have swung the pendulum the other way. So, yeah, huge, huge game. He did get the game ball, by the way, the lone game ball. It well deserved. And I still – this dude opened up, by the way, real quick, at his news conference. You might have watched it, but most of our listeners probably didn't. Um, and coaches will usually say something. You know after a game yeah good game this that blah 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 zach didn't by the way he just went right to the the questions which is fine evan came in he was like hey how, how's everybody doing he's like uh yeah he, he started doing a evan mcpherson state of the union address you know we we feel really good right now um you know it just uh, had to make some kicks and and do uh you know our jobs and you know we're we get to play another football game so we're excited about it like it's like well, Evan. You're a rookie. And I think back to – I think it was after the Vikings win. He did some – he got some national run. And and, and I don't know if he was on McAfee. I think it was McAfee. He went on McAfee show. And he was like, yeah, we want to make a run at the Super Bowl. This little fifth-round kicker from Florida just made his first game winner in the NFL. Oh, it's a great story. He's talking about Super Bowls. But that's who he is, man. It's awesome. It's awesome.
2: Twenty-two-year-old kicker up there <laughs> just, as a rookie. I mean, and he knows he knows how good he is, obviously, at this point. But mm-hmm. I mean, just getting up there in front of the podium like that, commanding it that way, that's hilarious to me. Like what, what yeah. kickers? He was he was the second guy they put in front of the microphone, right? It was it was Taylor, McPherson, then Burrow. Because a lot of times there's a gap between Taylor and Burrow.
0: Yeah, it was Taylor McPherson Burrow. You're right. I'm, I'm pretty not, sure that's not was the
2: it. first time that's happened this year, by the way. McPherson <laughs> has been that that second guy a couple of times this year. But I thought he had a fantastic presser, has a great sense of humor. And you know the the story that Joe told, Burrow about mm-hmm. Evan McPherson. He's as he's going onto the field, he he says, you know, McPherson he does a little practice kick. As he's, as he's walking onto the field, he says, looks like we're going to the AFC championship game as he's going onto the field. I mean, yeah. we, we talk about Joe Burrow swagger. And, you know, we talk about the team adopting his personality in a lot of ways. And, and I'm sure that's part of this, but I think Evan McPherson has that too. Talk about, you, you talked about killers, guys with ice in their veins. Joe Burrow, Evan McPherson, absolutely. A- and you can probably go down the line and name some others too.
0: Yeah, I I just put Chase in there too. I mean, but yeah. Oh, Chase, right. yeah, for you, you sure, a killer. Kill.
2: But like you know, in terms of clutch plays, yeah, he he definitely makes them. But those two guys have been consistent all year.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's wild. It, it's wild, and, and I think the team has taken that identity, and, and that's where they are. Where they are. I mean, this game was it was ugly, right? It was it was an ugly physical, and and we'll get into the offense probably next. Some of the ugliness. Uh, and this was the, this style of game, if you would have said this, most people would have said the Titans win that, oh man, you know, there's just no way that the Bengals can, but even though they do have those guys and they do have the flash and they did, you know, the, the leg kick, all that stuff. They're also, they had that nastiness to them too. And and that's the other part of it about this team that that they have that burrow on down. You know, he gets sacked, gets up, gets sacked, gets up, gets sacked, gets up. And uh, who who said it? I, I think DJ Reader was like, man, he's tough as hell. He's tough as hell. I love Joey B. And, and Mixon said something similar, too. Um, when you take that type of beating and you still get up, uh, you know, time and time and time again, and, and you're out there making the game-winning throw uh, to get your team into field goal. I mean, that, that takes a lot. A lot of quarterbacks wouldn't have been able to do it. They might have airmailed that bad boy. They might have. And, and
2: Burrow hung in there and made the play. Might have pulled a Tannehill. Tannehill is atrocious in this. Tannehill game.
0: pulled a, a, a Dalton in the playoffs. That's a playoff Andy. A playoff and, and, Andy.
2: And those two guys compared often throughout their careers, right? Like, Whew. there's there's a parallel for you. Uh, CBS, the, those CVS guys before the game and the game preview were somebody somebody called the Bengals a finesse team. And I don't think DJ Reader heard it. I think he was probably on the field at the time. Yeah. But uh, the Bengals had four defensive linemen today active that weigh at least three hundred and fifty pounds. That's not a finesse team. This is an AFC North team. They they might like to pass the ball and go over your heads and run twenty two miles per hour if you're Jamar Chase and somehow get caught because uh, safety made a good play to create some some trash at his feet, made him slow down. But it's not a finesse team, man. And, and I want to talk about that a little bit. They they did a great job in run defense against, Ryan, uh, against Derrick Henry, made Ryan Tannehill beat them, and he couldn't. Titans offense was terrible. And the Bengals defense had a lot to do with that. So we'll talk about that. And the trenches on both sides, I think, need some addressing. Coming up next. First, I have to tell
0: you about get upside because I'm going to have to travel back to Cincinnati and – Well, I'm going to drive and get upside is the incredible app that's going to save you every time you fill up at the pump and you can download it for free. It's free money. You download it in the app store or Google play, get upside. And when you do that, use promo code touchdown. You're going to get up to 50 cents off per gallon on your first fill up with promo code touchdown. It's that simple. And then after that, you're going to get up to 25 cents off per gallon every time you fill up so you can save and save and save money on gas and well buy something awesome maybe uh maybe Super Bowl tickets Jake let's go you never know so make sure you download the Get Upside app right now and save up to 25 cents off per gallon every time you fill up and with promo code touchdown you're going to get a bonus 25 cents off per gallon on your first fill up up to 50 cents off per gallon and you can take that money and Put it right in your bank account. Send it to someone via PayPal. Put it in your PayPal account. You could use it for an Amazon gift card if you want, and you have an Amazon addiction like me. So do it now. Get upside promo code touchdown.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: James, let's talk about this defense. Yep. We'll, we'll come back to the offensive line. Maybe that's even a tomorrow topic. We'll see what we have time for here. Because the offensive line, you know, has some issues. We all are- know. We all know, yeah. We know, we saw it, yeah. right? We, like ugh. we saw nine sacks. Uh, it it wasn't pretty, but twenty two hits. D- despite you know, you mentioned that they had a hard time getting pressure on Tannehill. They they only have one sack. I think they they moved him off his spot a few times. But what was really impressive to me about the defensive front, one, I credit Lou Anaruma for this. They 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 had this five lineman package where they had and Mike pointed this out at Bengal stands a thousand pounds between the tackles. They were putting Tyler Shelvin at nose tackle yep. instead of DJ reader, which, which I think is really clever. And they were putting on either side of Tyler Shelvin, uh, generally speaking, BJ Hill, DJ reader. That was, that was generally the heavy package that they had on the field for, for uh, Derrick Henry and Zach Kerr made a play in this game as well. Clay Johnston made a play. In this game, so all the way down the depth chart, guys were making plays on this defense. But Lou Anarumo's approach to Derrick Henry and this defensive front played great, and tackling was generally really good. Remember when we were talking keys to victory, James? We mentioned a couple things will be more important this week than other weeks. One of them was Ryan Tannehill is going to give you the opportunity to, to pick him off. And when he gives you that opportunity, you need to catch the ball. The Bengals did that three times. We talked about. Third downs being a huge deal in this game, maybe more so than so than usual. The Bengals held the Titans to one of eight on third downs. We talked about turnovers. Well, we mentioned that three picks. We talked about tackling. And outside of one Deonta Foreman run, Bengals tackling was really good in this game. They, they gave up some big plays, absolutely. But Derrick Henry, 20 carries for, for what, 60? 62 yards, 3.1 yards per carry. I mean, that, that's great stuff from the Cincinnati Bengals defense, and the Titans just kept going back to it. And we we heard that they wouldn't the crossover, and it was to their detriment. When you're running the ball for three yards a carry, that's to your detriment, especially when you know they punted on how many fourth and shorts in this game, James. So a lot of credit to the Bengals defense and defense and Lou Anarumo for some creativity in the front and stopping the run game that I really appreciated. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That was the
0: thing. Could they do it? And that's the other thing. I, and I, I went on Fox 19 on Saturday. Yeah. Saturday night and said that there were so many, especially national like, well, the Bengals are, they're weak on their defensive line right now. They're and Yes, they're missing Larry Ogonjobi. I understand that, but there were so many people, smart football people, Warren Sharp. Without Mike Daniels, Mike Daniels was on the practice squad. And I get it. Mike Daniels could have helped. No doubt. I get it. And no disrespect to my. I like Mike a lot. He was on the practice squad. It's not like they were banking on him. Josh Tupo came back. Would they have had him in there instead of Shelvin? Maybe, but like it's not that dire. And so yeah, I never bought that they wouldn't be able to stop the run. And they did give up, you know, some, some big runs to Foreman. I also think Henry Clear, like to me didn't look like Henry all the way, that's fine. You take advantage of that. And, and the Bengals certainly did that. And um yeah, I, I mean, really outside of AJ Brown, yeah. they did a hell of a job. And and Julio Jones had some good cat, you know, a couple catches here and there. But you know, it was it was really just that matchup. And outside of that, this defense was great. You know, they gave up the big run to Foreman. Um, but but even after that, that was the the Hilton blitz off-the-edge play interception, I I believe, after the Foreman run. So, um, no, this defense, they've exceeded my expectations all season long. I thought they'd play pretty well today. I wouldn't have guessed three turnovers, but they they did it. They won the turnover battle again, and they needed all three of them. And and they got all three, and that's – Look, that's what you want against a quarterback like Ryan Tannehill. That's why when you're – the Bengals, or you're a Bengals fan all week long. That's why you're confident in all that trash talk that's going on between the Titans and Bengals fans. Well, because Joe Burrow is Joe freaking Burrow, and he wouldn't have thrown an interception if someone didn't It's not like he threw, you know, Ryan Tannehill's first pass, it's a late, late throw over the middle. Jesse Bates reads him like a book. Well, Burrow just doesn't normally make those mistakes. And so that's the difference. That's why you can be confident going into those type of games and there uh, are these type of games and it was, uh, it was great. But yeah, the defense yeah. stepped up big Lou Anarumo, man. What a, what a year for Lou Anarumo and what a one eighty from where he was a year ago to now in, in yeah. the perception of him.
2: When, when we thought if there was going to be like, say, say we assumed last year after the regular season that, that it was going to be Zach Taylor returning and it was, But at the time, it was not hard to speculate that Zach Taylor wouldn't be back. But if Zach Taylor was going to come back, it was thought that, well, at least one of these coordinators probably won't be back. And between the two, the thought was that Lou Aruma would be gone. So, yeah, you're right. Massive turnaround. And Jesse Bates from from regular season to the playoffs showing up. He did miss a tackle on a Dante Foreman run. Whatever. Great pick at the beginning of the game. And, uh, yeah, you know, Cheeto. Maybe his worst game of the year. Unfortunate timing for that, but A.J. Brown had a good game. Doesn't matter when the rest of the defense picks you up. And yeah. they got some fantastic individual plays from guys uh, to take away the ball on, on some batted passes. So, you know, credit this defense on the whole. The, the Titans looked out of sorts the entire game, and they, they did a great job. That they needed to for the Bengals to win this game. We talked about this this year, James. They they can win games in different ways. This one more reminiscent maybe of recent games of, of the Denver victory, a little bit more dramatic. Didn't necessarily have to be. Ended up that way, but just in terms of the way the game went, a little bit more like that game where they didn't think the Titans could, could do enough on offense. And they capitalized on their opportunities to – to punish those titans' mistakes,
0: yeah, no, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. And um, as far as the offensive line, we should talk about it briefly, just yep. for a second. Um, I thought they would be able to hold up better than they did. Absolutely, I knew. Je- I knew Simmons was a beast. Jeffrey Simmons going to get his. I liked Harold Andre a lot in the draft. I know he's capable off the edge. You know, we, we talked about all these guys, and we could go on and on and on. I didn't think it would be that, but like that bad. And it, and it was. It was that bad. And um, do they have to fix it? Absolutely. Um, I'm also not going to sit here and talk about the offseason when it's not the offseason yet. You know, in the middle of the game, I don't give a shit about free agency. Sorry for my language. And people go there, and it's like, I'm not there. How do you get out of this game with a win? And, uh, and they found a way to do that. And I, I think that this is... I mean, I guess Buffalo could probably give it to him, but uh, you know, Kansas City. I know they, you know, they could certainly get heat on Burrow, and it's always going to be a, a topic for the rest of the year, no matter how many games are left. Um, but I don't think they're gonna. It's going to be like this again. I'm confident in saying that, just based on opponent. I, I don't. I don't think so. Uh,
2: because I think a confounding factor to the pass protection in this game was that Burrow wasn't processing as well as he normally does, and and he talked about it. After the game on, on his scramble for a first down, he said they showed zone and, and they got man, and it surprised me. How many times have you ever heard Joe Burrow say that he was surprised by what a defense did? Because Rabel,
0: man, I mean, they, yeah. they played well. I mean, that defense played really well, clearly. It, I mean, you know, I mean, so
2: they, they had some tackling issues of their own. A, a Bengals coach called Jeffrey Simmons by far the best interior player the Bengals have faced this year. And they face Chris Jones. If they if they go play the Chiefs again, they'll see Chris Jones again. Chris Jones did not have nearly the impact that Jeffrey Simmons had on this game. Three sacks, three tackles for a loss for Jeffrey Simmons. Gave that interior offensive line for the Bengals the business. And so yeah. I agree with you, James. I think that what Vrabel's defense can do when they're good and they're good this year is, is not something that Buffalo and Buffalo's got a good defense or Kansas City can really do at that level where they're going to be so variable in the secondary, be able to disguise so well and do so much sophisticated stuff with creepers and stunts on the defensive front. I just don't think that anyone else in the NFL does it quite at the level that the Titans do. And it was a problem in this game, Mm -hmm. but the Bengals were able to do just enough to overcome. And that is all that matters. When you get to the bottom line in the playoffs, you win, you get to play another week. The Titans can say, you know, we feel like we're the better team. Doesn't matter. They're now going home. Well, they're staying home. They're, they don't get to host another playoff game. The Bengals get to go to the AFC Championship game. Off the foot of Evan McPherson, through the uprights, the Cincinnati Bengals will keep their season going. We'll watch on Sunday to find out whether it will be Buffalo, whether it will be Kansas City. There's a lot more to talk about in this one. So we'll be back tomorrow to keep the conversation going until then. Bengals fans who and have a good one.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage, this off season, look no further than the locked on NFL scouting podcast.